The Boston Bruins have now lost two games in a row and are having a very difficult time finding the back of the net. Today is Friday, October 29th, and this is Locked On Boston Bruins. Let's get into it, shall we? Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Uh, So whether you're an Apple user or you have uh, listening on Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast is what I use, Google, Odyssey, whatever other option, uh, please do subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, The podcast is also on YouTube, so you can watch from uh, the comfort of your home, enter into my home office slash living room on a daily basis as I chat about our Boston Bruins. I'm a lifelong fan, been following this team forever, and uh, yeah, have been writing about them for about 16 years, Uh, did it full-time for a while, and now have been hosting this podcast for a couple of years. And I think we're on track for our third highest download month in the history of the podcast, which is amazing. And I thank you all for contributing to those numbers. So the Boston Bruins were in Carolina last night to take on the Hurricanes and were shut out by old friend Freddie Anderson by a score of <clears throat> three to nothing for their second loss in as many nights. They had a lot of opportunities. Taylor Hall had a tap in on the doorstep. Uh, The puck went wide. Jake DeBrusque had a breakaway that went wide. Uh, Jack Stanika had a chance all alone in front that was poke checked away. And uh, things just did not go uh, in Boston's way on this night. And again, for the second straight night, if you go back to the game against Florida, they scored one goal on Sergei Bobrovsky, and that came from behind the net as Charlie Coyle uh, kind of banked it off. Uh, I believe it was Owen Tippett. Taylor Hall said, you talk about the process and how you want to play all season long. There were some really good parts to their game, he said. Five on five, there was a lot they can take from it. The power play was a bit of a letdown. Well, that's an understatement, Taylor. They had a five on three in the third period that they couldn't connect on. Uh, one power play was annulled by a too many men on the ice penalty. Uh, Taylor himself had that glorious open net opportunity that uh, he couldn't get a firm stick on. Uh, but he added, there were some really good players on the ice there. You trust them over the course of the year to make plays and produce. Back to the drawing board a little bit there. Uh, coming into a building that's hard to play against on a back-to-back Uh, Taylor thought they controlled play pretty well at five on five. And that has to be taken into consideration as well. The Bruins had played an undefeated Florida Panthers team the night before, had to travel, you know, a bit to get to um, 
Raleigh for this one. And, you know, he's he's not too far off base. If you look at the numbers, the Bruins led in shot attempts at 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, they led in shots at 5-on-5, five five, scoring chances, slightly in high danger chances, <clears throat> and their expected goals at 5-on-5 five five, uh, was 2.4 compared to 1.82 for the Panthers. <clears throat> if you kick that to all situations, uh, you know, the Panthers connected on one of their power play opportunities. The Bruins did not. And, uh, you know, it's those little things that make a difference for sure, taking advantage of those opportunities. Uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy said both their goals went in off our guys. So they had two own goals, the first being uh, Tony D'Angelo, that I believe went off Brandon Carlo, and the second uh, by Nino Niederreiter, not Niedermeyer, as Jack Edwards would like you to believe. Uh, that was deflected past a, a Swayman by a Bruins defender as well. And then there was a, the empty net goal. Uh, Cassidy added, we kept coming against a good team, a rested team, a little different luck around the net, and it's a different outcome. A couple games in a row now that they haven't been able to generate much. So they need to look at that and see, is it tough luck or are they just doing it not well enough? And a lot of the shots came from the perimeter again. Uh, they need to get those, yeah, quality chances. And again, five on five, they did lead in terms of expected goals, just not in all situations. Uh, the power play, like I mentioned, was uh, a big disappointment. And they went over five, including that uh, five on three opportunity. Uh, Carolina struck once on five tries. Uh, the Bruins had three power plays in the third period, again, including that minute-long five-on-three. Uh, they're now just two for 16 on the season, and they're 26th in the NHL. Uh, Brad Marchand said they're just not in sync right now. Just uh, think they might be forcing it a little bit where they get pucks back and maybe they're trying to rush to make the play instead of settling down. Uh, just kind of have to calm down there, win some battles, and it starts from there. Um, also Marshan believes the Bruins have to get back to winning loose pucks. Always been a power play that thrive when they win battles, get pucks back to the point, up to the net, win another battle. The PK gets tired and they capitalize. Uh, they've got to get back to doing that in his estimation. Uh, when it comes to Hall's missed opportunity, he said, it's easy to say that when you see plays and you see guys open, you want to make that extra little play. But at this point in the year, you just want to get some momentum and some confidence on there. The best way to do that is to get pucks back after shots and play that way. Uh, he said he didn't know if their guy kind of whacked his stick a little bit at the end of it or if he just literally shot it out of the net. Bit of a mistake there, he admitted. But if you notice, they're a little bit tight with their sticks, gripping a little bit tight. Everyone, himself included, is feeling uber confident. That's just an easy play, easy backdoor tap in. And right now those aren't being given to us. They have a lot to work to do. Keep grinding and figuring out a way to produce is how Taylor Hall assessed uh, the overall performance of the power play. Before we get into how uh, the Bruins fared over these past two games and where they go from here, uh, let's talk for a moment about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It comes in nine delicious flavors, and there's something for everyone. 
Uh, there's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. I recently received a box that included some blueberry muffin built bars that were quite delicious as well. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box. Get two of each of the nine uh, by going to built.com. Not only are the flavors great tasting, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Again, we're free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do uh, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, I really do appreciate uh, the interaction as well as the listenership. It really means a lot. Now the Bruins, of course, have lost two games in a row. They fell to 3-3 three and three on the season in the context of the Atlantic Division. By way of point percentage, they sit fifth uh, behind Florida, Buffalo, Detroit, and Tampa. Uh, Tampa is now 4-3-1. and one. Uh, They have nine points. The Bruins are three points back with uh, two games in hand. Uh, if you look at the points, the Bruins are down in sixth. But again, they have games in hand on both uh, Tampa and Toronto. Two games there, and then a game in hand on Florida, Buffalo, and Detroit. Always important to look at point percentage that way. Goal differential, uh, they're sixth with a minus three after losing that game. And up next is another uh, meeting with the Florida Panthers. They will host the Panthers on Saturday, uh, and then they'll get a bit of a break after that. We're kind of used to this by now, many days between Bruins games. They won't play until Thursday against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Boston, you know, the Panthers and Hurricanes both improved to 7-0 and 6-0, respectively, with the wins over the Bruins. Uh, but despite those setbacks, the Bruins believe that they held their own in both of those contests. Excuse the uh, sip of coffee there. They're both very good teams, Marshan said. Got to give them credit. We knew they were going to be good coming in. We can play with both of them, he said. There were times within the game where they controlled it, times where the Bruins controlled both games. They just didn't capitalize on their chances. And they got a couple lucky bounces that turned the tide. There are some things they need to continue to work on and get better. And that's all you've got to do with these games, he said. There's a lot of games in a season. And they just have to take what they need to get better, work on it, and go from there. Uh, Cassidy said uh, they lost both games. So in the big picture, you are what your record says you are. Yet, he thinks both games were winnable. A little bit of puck luck. You come away with two points. He loved their compete. They were ready to play. They were in for a good, solid hockey game, and they got one. Don't think they shied away from any of that. They just did not finish well. There was one uh, lineup change for last night's game. That was Jacobs Borrell subbing in for Connor Clifton. Uh, he recorded four hits and a shot in 15.03 of ice time. Uh, Cassidy said he didn't have a good first period but he hasn't played. Uh, the message to him is uh, he's not a kid. 
There's an opportunity to grab a spot, so get your game up to speed as you go along. He thought he did better, better as the game went, and uh, they'll take a closer look at it ahead of Saturday's game uh, against the Florida Panthers. The Bruins overall, again, they're still doing well in terms of shot attempts at 5-on-5. Five five. They rank fourth with a uh, 53.71 advantage there. Uh, when it comes to expected goals at 5-on-5, five five, the Bruins are third, 55.66. Uh, they're just not getting the results at the moment, uh, not getting the timely saves per se. And so that... Uh, is kind of what's hindering them at the moment, but it's not because of poor play that they are losing, just that inability to capitalize on those uh, on those opportunities. Again, it's still very early, just six games into the season. They have plenty of time to figure it out and get going. Uh, they maybe need some, I don't know, help offensively. I kind of mentioned on Twitter last night that I wouldn't see, mind seeing them make a play for a guy like Dylan Strom, who could definitely be had for cheap from the Chicago Blackhawks at the moment, uh, but they're probably going to stick the course with the guys that they have and see if they can make it work. Stanika so started on the second line. He was bumped down to the third or the fourth line by the end of the game. Not sure if Cassidy's just not loving his game or what, but uh, that's how it is at the moment. Um, after the game, a couple of Bruins addressed the Kyle Beach uh, story with the Chicago Blackhawks the uh, sexual assault investigation that came to light over the past couple of days. Uh, we'll get here into a moment about the continued fallout of that uh, involving Joel Quenville, uh, formerly of the Florida Panthers, spoiler alert. I thought Taylor Hall had an amazing uh, response to, uh, I believe it was a question asked by Matt Porter of the Boston Globe. And uh, Taylor Hall, very honest and forthright, uh, in saying the following, our hearts go out to Kyle Beach. We were playing junior at a similar time. It's just so unfortunate he had to go through that. I think everyone, he said the Bruins were talking about it last night. Everyone feels terrible for him and hopes that he can get some solace at the end of this. This is the important bit. Every culture needs to keep getting better, and hockey's no different. This is a game that's a little bit of a, I guess, what you'd call an old boys club. There's definitely some secrecy and things that need to change, and hopefully they can. You never want to think of an incident like this, positives coming from it because it's been so terrible, but there needs to be changes, and unfortunately, people need to be held accountable. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard an active player uh, refer to the NHL as an old boys club. That's certainly spot on by Taylor Hall there. And obviously the culture does need to change and uh, get better. Brad Marchand added, it's tough news to hear about. Thoughts and prayers go out to Beach. It's a very difficult situation. Very tough for him to come out and face it head on the way he did. Give him a tremendous amount of credit. Unacceptable in any area of life, regardless of hockey or anything. Hope he's doing okay. And we are thinking about him. And this comes after uh, the great response from Patrice Bergeron the other day where he talked about, uh, you know, not prioritizing hockey over the well-being of, uh, you know, of, of fellow players. Um, so, yeah, Bruins, losers of two in a row. They're now three and three on the season. Up next, they will take on the still undefeated Florida Panthers. The Panthers do play 
uh, Friday night against the Detroit Red Wings. So they'll be coming in on the back half of a back-to-back this time. So hopefully the Bruins can take advantage of some uh, tired legs on Saturday night. All right, before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, a quick word about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They are back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of hockey, basketball, more props, odds than ever before. They're your number one spot for all uh, football action this season, as well as for the World Series. Head to their new uh, updated desktop or mobile site, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, where the game starts. So on Wednesday evening, the Florida Panthers were coached by Joel Quenville after uh, the investigation details were revealed and after Kyle Beach came forward and identified himself as uh one of the John Doe's at the center of that uh, lawsuit. Following a meeting with Gary Bettman on Thursday, Joel Quenville resigned as head coach of the Florida Panthers. His resignation, um, yeah, means that I saw a lot of people saying, well, he should have been fired, but it's important to remember if he's fired, he's still entitled to uh, his contract. Whereas if he resigns, he walks away completely so he's not owed the uh highest paid salary among all nhl coaches uh so that's important i think it's it's good that he resigned ultimately instead of being fired for that reason uh the panthers will be coached by former player andrew brunette in the meantime he takes over as interim head coach now the move is a result of the investigation Quinville first told investigators that um, he heard of the allegations through the media this past summer, but that was clearly not the case. And the Panthers uh, released a statement that his conduct described in the investigation was troubling and inexcusable, adding it stood in direct contrast to their values. Although, again, he was still allowed to coach for them on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, the findings... Uh, revealed that Quinville recommended the Blackhawks wait to take action against Brad Aldrich until after the playoffs so as to avoid any unnecessary distractions. And uh, that is clearly terrible. Uh, And Gary Bettman in his statement did leave the door open for Quinville to coach again in the NHL, uh, but it will have to go through the commissioner's office uh, if that is the case. So again, Quenville lied about knowing about it and he said they should wait on things uh, during the playoffs so as not to be a distraction, clearly prioritizing hockey over humanity. And, and that's, uh, yeah, that's obviously regrettable and disgraceful. Now, Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Sheveldayoff will meet with Gary Bettman in uh, the NHL offices today. He was the assistant GM at the time. And, uh, you know, I would assume he'll meet the same fate, although Jets' ownership seems to be supportive of him. But uh, wouldn't be surprised if he resigns at the end of the day as well. Now, Kyle Beach released a statement on Twitter expressing gratitude for the outpouring of endless love and support uh, he's received since stepping forward to identify himself as a player 
uh, allegedly sexually assaulted by Aldrich. He expresses the hope his story would bring about change to promote safety as well as the health and well-being of society as a whole. Uh, the NHL is going to implement enhanced training measures and a third party will be employed to handle uh, the league oversight. Any report of sexual abuse or assault is to be immediately reported to the commissioner's office. Not sure that's the way to go considering, yeah, Taylor Hall, you know, it's an old boys club um, and things have a way of being buried, unfortunately. Uh, for the moment, Brad Aldrich still has his name on the Stanley Cup and uh, TSN reports it's up to the Blackhawks to file a petition to the league to have his name removed and, and hopefully they do that soon. Should be noted that the Blackhawks are still actively fighting against the lawsuit filed by uh, by Beach against them. So, uh, you know, kind of inconsistent there saying they're sorry, but also trying to get rid of this lawsuit. Finally, uh, another Jack Eichel update. Darren Dreger of TSN reports trade talks uh, regarding Eichel seemed to heat up earlier this week, but they have since cooled down. The Vegas Golden Knights were believed to be at the center of it. And uh, yeah, that saga just uh, continues to roll on. I think that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Ruins. I hope you have all had a good week. It's been a difficult week in hockey circles, uh, to be sure. Uh, not easy uh, to digest all that took place with regards to Kyle Beach, the Chicago Blackhawks, having to watch, uh, you know, Quinville coach against the Bruins the other night. Um, that has had a decent resolution up to this point, I guess. And, uh, our thoughts and prayers like Brad Marchand said, continue to go out to Kyle beach, standing by him, believing him and, uh, hope that he continues to find support and peace from all this and can move on. Uh, in terms of the weekend, uh, you may have heard some background noise. It's a PDD around here. So the, the boys are around We are, yeah, got some hockey going on, watching the Bruins game tomorrow night and uh, catching up on some shows, doing some yard work perhaps to get the leaves ready for the fall. Uh, I hope you all have a nice, peaceful weekend and uh, that we can enjoy a Bruins win tomorrow night. Uh, not fun to watch this team over the past couple nights, to be sure. Thank you again for making Locked on Bruins your first listen of the day. Go ahead now and make Locked On Fantasy Hockey your second listen. Uh, Scott Cullen always has some great advice and tips over there. And we will be back on Monday with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube, uh, be some bonus video content on there, maybe a quick recap following the Panthers game on Saturday. And then we'll be back on Monday uh, to talk about your team every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Take care, friends.